0: Yeah. Mm. Hi, and welcome to Cryptobiography. I'm your host, Brandon Starr. This is episode 322 of Cryptobiography, and it's part two, and the conclusion of The Visit. And here we go. Well, Mike, I didn't think you cared. Funny. Why? I haven't seen you in some five years. So you were lonely. I'm Mr. Company. And you thought the best way to get back in my good graces was to publish stories that could put me in prison. All characters are and events are fictional, fictionalized, or satirical. Funny. Like that would stop any cop who read your book and had any familiarity with the events. What do you want me to say? We were friends, and one day we weren't. And you have no idea why. No, actually, I don't. Mike went quiet. In the darkened room, Seth listened for any sound that might indicate Mike was moving, leaving, or doing anything else. He heard nothing. Listen, Seth. Our friendship was one of those weird things that happen. Normally it wouldn't, but I met you at just the right time, and so for a while we hung out. That couldn't last forever. You're not in my world, and eventually I was going to push you out. You must have known this. And maybe you don't remember, maybe you don't want to remember, or maybe you never realized it, but you were pushing me away just as hard as I was pushing you. Normally this wouldn't be an issue. You'd be in my rearview mirror and no harm done. But now you go and put me in danger. So this can only go one way. Stop writing about me. I don't care if it makes your job harder. I don't care if you stop writing altogether. Just find something else to do. If you ever write another word about things I've done that I told you about, or if you try to alert the authorities that anything you've written is based on anything other than your imagination, I'll have to come back. I won't want to come back, but I will. And that will be the end of it. And don't try to contact me again. All the ways you've contacted me before are going dead tonight. And if you think you can find me, well, my name never was Mike. It's just a name I used around you. I'm going to live out the rest of my life, and you're going to find some other hobby besides my past. Say yes if you understand. Seth gulped. Yes. It was fun while it lasted, Seth. It sucks that it a head end this way. But... I've tried having friends of your kind before, and it's never worked out. I've only ever been able to keep friends of my own kind. Maybe that'll change. I'm retired, you know. Nice and young to be retiring. But yeah, I get to sip fancy drinks and do whatever I want for the rest of my life. Hopefully I can make a few new friends, ones who'll never hear about my real past, because now I know what happens when I try that. But look at me already spouting more about my life than I planned on. So that's it, Seth. Remember, not one word more. I'll be watching. Goodbye. There was a soft noise, and Seth's bedroom door opened. It was only slightly less dark in the hall than it was in his bedroom, and the large shadow of Mike's figure briefly filled the opening before the door closed again. Seth found himself staring at that door for hours, part of him almost hoping Mike would make another appearance. But it was not to be. Mike, and despite knowing this was an alias, Seth couldn't think of him as anything else, was as good as his word. Seth did actually try to call, email, and text Mike, but nothing went through. Seth spent the next few days wandering around his house, not writing, but also not looking out for anyone anymore. At least, not for the most part. Sometimes he looked out a window, or if there's a noise outside, he would look towards the door, but there was never anyone there. He thought back on their friendship. They'd become friends when he was trying to write his first book. He wanted to learn what it was like in the dangerous part of town, and he'd dress the part as best he could. Mike had picked him out of the crowd at the bar instantly as someone who didn't fit in. He had come over to Seth and asked some increasingly aggressive questions, but they had a big laugh when Seth fessed up that he was just trying to research a book. Mike, as it turned out, was suspicious that he was an undercover cop, and when it turned out not to be so, he'd become friends with Seth. They'd hung out on a number of occasions in a very short window of time. Mike had told all kinds of stories— And Seth had quickly learned to pay attention and then write them down just after their hangouts. In some ways, he knew Mike very well, but in others, he didn't know him at all. Mike had even asked him about his life, but there really hadn't been much to say. Seth had lived a typical life of quiet desperation, watching his body slowly decay in a cubicle. He'd tried writing a lot of times over the years, but it never made any real progress. At some point, he'd come to the conclusion that he hadn't done anything worth writing about, and he hadn't done anything even approaching what he felt was interesting enough to put down. So he'd dressed up, and he had met Mike. But all that hadn't taken long to say. So, Mike had talked, and Seth had paid attention. And after a while, since Seth didn't have more stories to tell Mike, and Mike eventually had told what he was comfortable telling Seth, and they were from different walks of life, Mike had started to make excuses not to meet. And eventually, they stopped hanging out altogether. Seth had plenty of stories to write, though, from all that Mike had said. He was very careful in that first book to change things enough that No one could ever think it was based on Mike's stories. In the second book, he had still changed things, but to a lesser extent. By the third book, mostly the names had changed, with little else being changed except to make the plot move better. And the fourth was even more obvious. He had known all along that Mike might come after him for writing these books, and part of him wanted just that. By the time he had finished the second book, he'd realized something. He was writing with Mike as the intended audience. Sure, anyone could pick up the book and enjoy it, but Seth really just hoped that Mike would read his writing and respond to it, even if it was negative. Now he didn't know what to do. Not only did he not dare write anything that Mike might mistake as coming from his stories, he didn't know how to write for someone other than Mike. But he figured it out. Over the next few months and then years, he learned to write for some version of himself instead. And those next few books took longer to write and didn't sell as well, he eventually became happy with his writing, and the public followed. But every once in a while, he'd look out the window or listen for a step that never came. And that's the end of the story. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed writing it. And if you have any comments or questions about this episode or previous episodes, it's cryptobiography at gmail.com or hiss up on Facebook, Twitter, or Mastodon. And thanks for listening. Words and Music Copyright 2023 Cryptobiography LLC All Rights Reserved. Characters and events are fictional, fictionalized, or satirical.